Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. This is a special one to me because it is with a very dear friend. Her name is Emma Renna and she is an artist. We have been talking about doing this podcast for a solid six months or so, but I'd wanted to wait for the exact right time. I'm absolutely honored to be able to do her first ever podcast and the timing just felt right. She just released a brand new song called Your Best Friend Sucks. We got to talk about that, but really the big picture of what I wanted to talk about in this podcast and what we did talk about was how laser focused she is as an artist of having a vision and going for exactly what she wants and defining that so clearly and how that's paid off for her even early into her artist career. On top of that, she's just a ridiculously talented musician. She has a Grammy nomination as a songwriter. She's done a bunch of really cool stuff pretty early on into her career. So it was just fun to have this conversation and to hear her story starting from the beginning and hear where she's at now and where she's trying to go and everything along the way. So that's this episode. I think that everyone listening will enjoy it. Super inspiring story and just super fun. I really enjoy her as a person, so it was fun to be able to just sit down and chop it up with my friend. If you like it, tell your friends about it, share it on social media, all that good stuff. And with that, I will leave you to it. Enjoy. Where are all? My friends. This is a really special one. Oh my gosh. We've been talking about this for the better part of a year, almost. Yeah, like at least six months. Because we haven't known each other for a full year, which is absolutely wild. I know. But... I was very, very adamant about wanting to do your first podcast, and (laughs) I am very honored that you were down to do it. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. And I feel like the timing is perfect because you've been cooking some music. I have been. Yeah. So when this drops, I believe it will have just come out, right? Yes. All right. Talk to me about that real quick. Okay. Well, it comes out on Friday. Yeah. So that's tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'm just really excited. I wrote it kind of like a while ago, actually. And I feel like I'm exposing myself a little bit with this one. Just lyrically, I'm putting myself on blast. But I like that, though. Everybody likes that. What song do you listen to as a fan? And they're like, I really like that they played it safe. I really like that <laughs> no, I haven't learned said no one ever. That. Yeah, literally. Uh, I am Andrew Lyrics Krem, so I have trouble with lyrics. And you've always okay. shared good lyrics with me and all that. But uh, you've explained lyrics to me. And I appreciate that. I like your songs more now because you've told me. Um, I guess I should have prefaced a little bit more, though. So Emma Renna, Your Best Friend Sucks is the song we're talking yes. about. And where I wanted to go with this podcast is... You're honestly, you're a relatively new artist. Yes, I really am. Which is fucking crazy to me because I have to explain to you my perception of you when I first met you. Oh, gosh. So shout out to Ben Farber and Jesse Land. Yes. We would not know each other if it weren't for them. 100%. I meet you at this little outdoor backyard type thing and I see you and I just like... Not in a way of comparison, but I was like, oh, that girl's cooler than me. Oh, my God. Like, I saw you and I was just like, oh, wow, she's cool. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Emma's this artist. So, like, there was no there was no setup of like, oh, she just started her artist project, yeah. anything like that. It was just like, oh, damn, she really does this. And then I saw your Instagram very shortly after that. And I think you had had something premiere on Lyrical Lemonade. Yeah. And I was just like, 
she's fucking famous. Oh like it was like crazy. I was like, oh, she really does this. And then as we became closer friends, it was like, oh, you like really just started I know. this artist project. Yeah. Like I, it was months <clears throat> before that, that you really went Yeah, all just in, a couple months before that. Which blew my mind. Because that's something like I admire the confidence that you've come at it with and how good you are. And the fact that like I've worked in music for however long mm -hmm. and had no idea that you were that fresh into it. Like it really was just like out the gate. You really do this. Yeah. So I want to know what <laughs> led you up to that. Take me back to the early oh my days. Gosh. Take me back because that's not your first thing you've done with music. No. So that's my long winded explanation of how I am friends with Emma Renna and... The story that I want to hear. Oh my gosh. Well, that was a really good long-winded. It wasn't even that long. It was a good explanation. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, let's go back a few years. Please. I come to LA. This producer found me, found my YouTube videos. Where are you from? You're from a pretty small town, right? I am from a city in the state of Minnesota called Edina. It's a suburb of Minneapolis. People just assume I'm from a giant cornfield, which is fine. Um, but Yes, I grew up in Minnesota. I was going to school in Chicago and then uploading YouTube videos. I started in high school and um, this producer found it and he started flying me out to Chicago on the weekends. So I was like, this is it. Like, this is the, my moment. Like he had a deal with like a big label. And I like, after like eight or nine weekends of coming out here, I was like, okay, like I'm gonna move. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. So I got here and the whole thing fell apart. My manager quit, like literally just left the state and my, the label thing fell apart. And I literally knew nobody in this town. And this is like the part of your story that's really interesting to me is it doesn't go the way you thought it was going to, but you ended up at what point did you have the success you did as a songwriter? Because that blew my mind. Explain that to me of like. You obviously were in music. Right. You were good at music. You're very good at piano and singing. And like, th these are things that you've had these right. talents for a long time. The artist project doesn't go the way you think it does. But like you explained to me before, like a very interesting, different set of events. Well, okay. So like POV, me in LA, I don't know. I literally remember like, I forgot what the website's called. Oh, it's meetup.com where it's like you like, I was literally like how to make friends. And I like went to this like meetup for like people who just moved to LA. Like literally I went to a meetup and no one was there. Like it was in this like restaurant downtown and no one showed up. And I was like, that was like probably a low point for sure. <laughs> Holy like, shit. I was well, like, I just like want to know knew. a person. It's not like they knew it was you and they're like, nobody come. It's Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, like it was literally meetup dot com it's like make friends oh my gosh wow yeah so i didn't know anybody and i was like well i guess i'm just gonna make a list of all of the producers that i want to work with and i'm gonna just start dming them on instagram which is like kind of sus yes and no that's a common like i've talked to so many people on this podcast and it's sus if you do it wrong right it's sus if you like have the wrong motive behind it or if you don't know how to read the room yeah or if you don't know how to present yourself and you're like i'm your biggest fan and here's three paragraphs and please put me on and like you know yeah, like yeah. there's tact to 100 percent. i think just being a girl though like even though it it could be coming or it was coming from a place of like like i do music like i i think we should like link up and i'll play some stuff like even if it was just like the most like straightforward, genuine type of message, like there were situations where I was 
it was like misinterpreted and I was like, oh no, that's not what I meant. Like, please, like, that's not what I'm trying to do. But, um, that sucks. It does. But it, it was either that or I just sat in my room and like tried to make friends on the internet, you know, like that wasn't the, that's not what I was trying to do. So yeah. And that's how I've met actually like a significant amount of people that I work with to this day. Damn. So like you, as much as it was like strange and discouraging in the beginning, like you really did just start from the bottom DMing, building your own network, but from an intentional spot of like, I like these people, these producers, these artists, I want to work with them, hit them up kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Like I made a list of everyone that I wanted to work with and just went for it. Have you looked back at that list now? I remember the list. I remember making the list. Do you remember? Like, I'm curious now because I know to some degree the like the people you've worked with. Like, you've worked with some pretty rad people. Yeah. Has a lot of that list come true? Like, what percentage are we at? Wow. It's like a pretty good amount. Fucking crazy. I feel like I've still yet to work with people in the capacity that I want to. Like, just getting in the room with someone isn't the same thing as like really honing in with them for like a couple of days or like a few sessions where it's like, okay, we're working on this for a specific reason instead of just like me coming through and like playing some of my stuff. And then it's like, all right, like see you around. So like it's, there's different levels to it, I think. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And I've kind of learned that honestly through you is like, if you're an artist or a writer or producer, you can get in a room with someone But that can be on so many different uh, circumstances or reasons. So it's like, are you there because you're there by proximity and there's like a whole bunch of people there Mm -hmm. and it's like a one kind of chance? Or it's like, are you there because they're like, yo, all day today, all this week, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one like and that's how I ended up meeting James Fauntleroy, who has been like my biggest mentor since I have come to L.A. He's just been so supportive. And I met him. A few years ago um like four and he was just really like i played him the first song i had written like that was all of the content i had was like one song and he was like okay come back tomorrow same time i was like okay and like i actually remember i went back to the studio um at 1500 in inglewood and he wasn't there and it was just his engineer and he was like okay write to this beat and i wrote the worst song ever like i was like this is it like I'm never coming back. He's never going to speak to me again. So I just texted him like, we could just like, I was like, I don't even know what to say about the song. And he was like, LOL, it's fine. Like, and eventually he like, then we started working together and it was like more of like a collaborative experience. And I, yeah, that was so nervous. I literally was sure I was never going to see him again after that. That's crazy. And that's like at that time, did he have the name that he did? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So it wasn't, yeah, I was it wasn't so like you nervous. guys both met each other when you were young and it was like, oh, it's no, all right. no, like, he, he, had, he, he was had like some... already like at least I feel like 10 years in when I met him. So crazy. I was definitely like, yeah, I failed the test for sure. I failed the assignment. <laughs> but Wait, okay. But take me back to that list and you don't have to say the names on there if you don't yeah. want to. But like, I'm genuinely curious because I'm such a big believer of like name want get like you have to be specific like i yeah. genuinely think that things in the world can happen for people crazy things mm-hmm. but you have to know what you want you have to yeah. very much and I, I think that that's a theme in your artist project that i really admire is like you fucking know what you want thank you so like yeah you're welcome 
So in that list, like, I'm so curious, like you were very specific about who you wanted to work with. Yes. It's a lot of credit checking. So I'll, I'll listen through songs and I'll often find that like, when I listen to something, I'm like, oh, I really like this. And then I'll hear another one and I'll be like, I really like this. Like there's usually like an overlap of the people who are involved with it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like this, this, I, this is someone I want to work with. I just didn't know what to do with my voice. Like I knew I liked to sing. Yeah. I was just like, there's no one tells you what to do with yourself. You know what I mean? No one yeah. says like, this is your genre or like, this is going to be like your style of singing. Like you have to figure that out for yourself. And because I didn't know how to do that, I figured the most, like the best way for me to still go into rooms and like be involved in like the creative process was to just start writing. So like, I feel like my, my priority didn't change, but just like the way I had to go about it changed. Yeah. Well, okay. So that brings me to another question is you have a Grammy nomination. I do. But this is kind of an interesting topic that I wanted to talk to you about is at what, like you start writing a whole bunch. Yeah. And that's such a great point as an artist. It's like, nobody tells you. And also nobody fucks with you until you're something unique. Mm. Nobody wants to hear something generic. Right. So you're trying to figure it out. You're writing this list of producers that you're inspired by people you want to work with but you're very much so like just writing a ton to figure your shit out along that way like you had some success as a songwriter where was that your intention or like how did that shape into the picture of you yeah no that's a really good question i mean again like it wasn't the goal but in order for me to like make if I was in a room, like in order for me to be useful, it was either like, okay, if I was an artist, like do that, but I didn't know what to do. So I was like, well, I guess I'll write, like, we'll just write songs and we'll figure out what they're for, who it's for. So that's how I made myself useful. And like, I was so terrified of writing songs. Like I remember there'd be like towards the beginning of it, I would go to a session and I would always have to make sure there was like a co-writer there. Cause I'd be so scared to write a song. Like I was not confident in what I was doing at all. Also, it was just so new. Like I didn't, I wasn't writing songs when I was little. I was just singing like Beyonce for like, or Christina Aguilera, Alicia Keys, just like emulating their performances for hours. I was never like, oh, I could write music that I like for myself. Yeah. So like you figured out that you had a good voice and that you could sing, but that didn't connect with, oh, I can write songs. It never occurred to me. And I never felt inclined to do it either, which is like interesting because that's all I do now. But I think that's why it took like, literally five years. Yeah. Five years of me being here and just like cultivating and just putting in the time of just me writing. So like another, like I wrote for the show TV show called empire. And like, that was just, we spent so much time writing and writing and writing for those. I just think like it was the practice and it wasn't until last May I put out my first song. Even before I put it out, I heard it and I was like, that's me. Like that's, that's me. Okay, that moment. So that song was God Says Jokes on yes. You? Yes. Okay. That song is fucking cool and it <laughs> is unique. Yeah. Did it, was it like, where in that were you just like, oh shit, I found it? I just like, it was the weirdest feeling. I heard it and I was like, okay. Like maybe like even like a piece, like you were at peace? Yeah, like honestly, I wasn't at like some huge conflict with myself. Like, should I put this out or not? I was just like, and Corona just started. And I was like, if I die from a v- coronavirus and I have no music out, like my whole life is a joke. 
So I was like, this is it. And I loved everything. It was produced by Jacob Ahappy. Oh, and, um, that's our guy. I know. I love him. But what, like, I think another important thing to that is going back to like the roster of people that I wanted to work with and like working with a bunch of people. Like, that's really sick. But I think what made me feel good about finally releasing music was that I was working with one person consistently, and that was Jacob. And I feel like my music sonically sounds like it's consistent because I am working with one person, not like 15 people. Yeah. Um, but that's just for me. Like some, and that's just for me in the phase that I'm in now. Like some people work with a bunch of producers and that works for them. Yeah. But for where I'm at right now, like I heard, I heard that guitar loop for God says jokes on you on Instagram on his feed. And I messaged him and I was like, can you send me that? And he, he did. And that's how the song came. Holy crap. So again, yeah. like that, incredible friendship that you have and like that perfect working dynamic is literally just you finding that on Instagram. And I met it- him on Instagram. I literally, he was on my explore page and I DM'd him. Like again, like that's literally, I sh- like that is so sus of me. I mean, luckily everyone's been like relatively normal, emphasis on relatively, but most like most of the experiences I've had off the internet have been like really normal. Okay, yes, but no, like you keep saying sus, but at the same time, like, I genuinely think you're good at the internet. Okay, but have you ever met someone off the internet and like gone to an address that you've never been to? Yeah, dude. Like, what? Are you sure? Yeah, I came from touring in a van. We would. But that's emphasis on we. Like, it was just me. Fair. And I'm like a girl meeting, (laughs) like, just by myself. I'm actually thinking about this because I definitely feel like I have, but it's it's different circumstances. And you're painting that picture, and I'm like, yeah, fuck, that's different. That yeah, imagine like this one, like this. Uh, there's this one producer that I love. He's super cool. But the first time I met him, he had me meet him at the studio and like our meet time. He was like, okay, yeah, I'm just like working, and um, like come through at six. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was so excited. I've been a huge fan of his work for a long time, and he he's like worked with some friends that I've had. So like, I, he was really cool, yeah. but he was like, okay, actually still in the session at seven. And he pushed back to eight. Then he pushed back to nine and it was like nine 45. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm about to die for sure. And again, like I got there, it was so normal. And I, you know, but it feels like I, it sounds like I'm living my life on the edge, but I mean, it was worth it to me. I, I like wanted to work with him. So yeah. Well, no, like I, I just I, I really I love that you share that. And I love that you've been so good at that because I think that we're all guilty of it. But waiting for someone to put us on mm. like there's so many times in life where like you're in your room and you're thinking about it and you're just like, I'm better than so many of these people. I'm so good at this one thing. Why am I not getting noticed? Right. But then you're like, well, there's just a fucking lot of people in the world. Yeah. So it's like the people who take those risks or who take the time to research and reach out tactfully and make those connections like that leads to something, to something, to something, Mm -hmm. to something. And I just think that you're a very good example of that. Thank you. Yeah. And it's been like you say it like kind of like you're like, oh, this is so sus. This is like like, but I know like you're good at talking to people. Like it's not like you're weird. It's not like they're weird. If somebody is weird, you know how to filter that. Like Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. But that's a very I think that that's it's just cool to hear you explain that because I, I didn't realize as much as we're friends, I didn't realize that that was such a massive piece of your success as an artist is just putting yourself out there. 
and networking like that. I mean, and I still feel like I have a long ways to go. And sure. like even um, so when I put God says jokes on you out, I did not expect anyone to hear it at all. Yeah. Like literally I was like, all right, like here Instagram, <laughs> like yeah. to my followers or whatever. Like I was expecting nothing. And then I was on live, which I also never do. And um, my friend messaged me who I hadn't talked to in so long. And I didn't even know that he was at Paper Magazine at the time. And he was like, this is really sick. Yeah. Um, do you have a video? Like, what are you doing for the video? And I was like, no, he said, do you have, what are you doing for the premiere? And I was like, nothing. Mind you, there was no premiere. There was no video <laughs> yeah, at all yeah. at this point. And he was like, send it to me. Like, maybe we can do it at Paper. So I texted my friend and I was like, we need to shoot a video right now. Like, let's go. So I was like, okay, let's just, I want something like, lo-fi aesthetic because I just feel like then it doesn't matter if it's like high quality looking you know like right. we can just go in a there's field there's worse than doing a bad high quality, high quality video because yes. then it's like oh that person doesn't get it literally but if you do something lo-fi it's like oh that's high it's art chill. it's just super yeah. chill so she was like okay I'll grab my um, VHS and I just my friend um, has this like spot in Malibu and it, he's just like this green field so it was just like this green backdrop it was so perfect so I got him the video and he was like, yeah, for sure. Like next Friday. And I was like, I was convinced it wasn't going to happen. And then Friday morning he was like, okay, it's up. And I was just like, yeah. and then from there, it's just like the people who have been supporting it. I just feel really grateful. Like all because I like submitted my song on a website where they like review songs. And that's like, that's how I got the lyrical lemonade thing. Shout out to Sam Morrison. Yo. Um, literally so grateful. Um, met him through that. Actually, no, I met him through someone else, but just anyone who's been like supporting the music, like I'm a one man show, like I am doing all of this by myself. So like anyone who just like fucks with the music and reaches out, like I'm just so grateful because I'm just figuring things out as I go, you know? Yes, yes. But and that is so crazy to me because a lot of people are figuring things out as they go. Yeah. And a lot of them are still in that beta phase of figuring things out. I mean, I still feel like I'm in a beta phase to some extent, you know? Well, yes. But what I wanted to say about that is because of all of the things you've done, all of the actual hard work you've done leading up to this, even though you're in that early phase, there's a professional behind the artist project. Like, are you familiar with like Malcolm Gladwell's 10,000 Hours? Yeah, 100%. I actually don't think that he invented, he wrote about it. But I know like I'm aware of the, right. there's definitely been 10,000, exactly. like triple that probably. So it's like you see, if you don't know Emma Renna, you see an artist on Spotify with like whatever plays, like nothing that you're like, whoa. And then it's like, okay, cool. So there's like five songs out, not even. Like, yeah. Somebody could be like, oh yeah, it's nothing. Right. But then if you actually look at it to me it's clear as day like that's why i'm honored to do your first podcast is like i get the i told you so moment because it's the clearest thing ever it's like it's not if it's when she blows up because of the hours you've put in before that you've you've written so much as a songwriter before you were like it's my time to Mm. do the artist project that was annoying too by the way and you even like telling me about stories of like teaching piano like grinding for how many years did you teach piano Four. And even the other thing about that is you could have started to get success as a songwriter like you did and just be like, oh, cool, a paycheck. We're good. Mm. But you didn't. Like yeah. you went for this. And that's what's so interesting to me now is it's just like it's this relatively new project with not a ton out. But 
there's so much beneath that where you're just like, oh, I see. Yeah. That's why like looking back and thinking about like the list I've made and reaching out to people, I just, I wonder if that sounds like really crazy to like onlookers or like just people listening in on this, but it's like, I really had no other option besides just like I was uploading clips of myself singing on Instagram and YouTube. Like I was still doing that, but it was like, besides that and just reaching out, there's really no other, there was no other alternative except that or do nothing. So yeah, it, it ended up working out well, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah, for real. Another thing that I, I was curious of, or I just that I want to bring up is I think again, throughout your project, throughout everything, mm -hmm. something that I've been inspired by, by you from did I say that right? Yeah, it sounded from, right. From you by by the, I'm I, I'm there. I'm with <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> okay, we got there. We got there. Is you are also good at presenting your art in the right way. Like you don't have a ton of music out, but you're very particular about what goes out, how it's put out, the imagery, the branding, and again, like. Yes, to a degree, you're still trying to figure it out yes. yourself, but you do have a vision. The same way you had a list of how you knew who you wanted to work with, I've seen you look at the simplest photos or the simplest video clips and you're like, hey, it just needs to be different. Mm. And like, you just do have a vision for that. Where does that come from? Wait, it's so crazy to hear you say that because I felt like for the longest time I had no idea what I wanted things to look like. Really? Like literally I was so, in like those five years I was talking about of like me just writing and stuff, like some of like the cover shots or like art that I made for songs that I was thinking about releasing, it's just like, how did I even think like that was okay to release? <clears throat> like, so you're like not stoked about early stuff. Oh no, that was taken off the internet for oh, sure. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> That's gone for sure. <laughs> Um, that is never to be seen. Yes. But it's, I don't know, like all of a sudden I feel really strongly about what the art's supposed to look like in like the video, like for the video I shot for Your Best Friend Sucks, like I saw this like guy do a photo shoot in this like box and I was like, I want that. So we, I, my friend and I literally built this box Yeah, and it took us eight hours I had never been to Home Depot in my life. I'd never picked up a hammer in my life. And we <laughs> got these like pieces of wood. I don't even think I've touched bare wood before. Like <laughs> I was so out of my element. It was, it's like, I don't, I just, I still can't believe I was like, okay, let's do this. And I can't believe my friend was down. Yeah. Um, so we built this thing, took us eight hours. I ordered the carpets. I like knew what colors I wanted. For some reason, I just like knew. So I don't know why this is happening to me all of a sudden, but it's it's exciting to hear you say that I have good visuals because it's, I don't know why that happens. You know how I know it's a thing too is like I can take a photo or something and I can be like, oh, this is an MRNA photo. Like it's like it feels- I've heard you say that before you know and I'm saying? like, wow, I'm honored. I have like a- a thing or aesthetic or something. But I think that that's so important. It, it's necessary. It's 100% necessary if you're going to be an artist in this day and age. You mm. have to define that. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But right. like, you have to have it. So it's a cool thing to see. Again, it's like one of my, when I get to point back and be like, told you so, <laughs> is like you've had that. And that's really interesting to me. 
again with your best friend socks because that's a fun story. The song will be out right around this time this podcast comes out. You you kind of broke your foot a little bit, huh? Yo, what? <laughs> you really committed to the artistry. I almost didn't want to tell people that because they're like they see the like I hope the video like lives up to like a foot breaking expectation. You know I, what I mean? I just think for anybody who's listening to this podcast, when you then go and watch the video to know the little Easter egg of you're basically performing that whole song oh, with a broken foot. Okay. Yeah, my foot was broken. I did just broken my foot like five minutes before we shot that. And I could feel it like swelling in my shoe. Like I was like, wow, I've never felt my foot like touch this part of my shoe before. Oh, it was gnarly. But okay, here's the quick recap. We built the box. I go to change into my little outfit that I picked. And then I step out of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. First of all, when... It's called a set of stairs for a reason because there are multiple, okay? I step out of the bathroom. There's just one step. It's one step into the bathroom. And the bathroom was like full of box. Oh, no, I didn't like that either. The bathroom was full of boxes. Like I shouldn't have been in there anyways, but the lighting was good. I just justified why I should be in there. So I went to step over all the stuff and I thought I had like extended over the singular step, but I had miscalculated and my toe literally got stuck on the step and it bent all the way back and I heard it like crack and you took a little topple and it was really embarrassing because I guess like I fell really slow like my friend who was there like said I was like in mid conversation the whole time (laughs) he was was like you want anything while I'm going down two hour parking (laughs) there was like eight people there it was just so embarrassing so I would imagine that you like got back up and just owned it so fast of like no I'm good I'm good I mean, I was down there for a second okay, all right. because I had heard like sometimes when people break bones, they don't feel like it It doesn't hurt right away. So I like landed and I was like, OK, I'm like waiting for the pain to start. And it like didn't. But my foot started changing colors and I was like, all right, I did not just spend eight hours building a box like we're shooting this fucking video right now. So I was like limping like back outside to where we had built the set. And we just did it. And we by the time it. I got home, my foot, I have some pretty gnarly pictures. I was considering like maybe showing what my foot looked like, but I was like, I could just keep all my feet pictures off the internet. So. Yeah. Oh, that was maybe close friends on IG. It was did my I get close, close friends. Friend? Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll Shout spare out people to the close my, friends. yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll spare people my um feet pics. I guess so. that it, you're like this perfectly defined artist brand. You like have this image and then you're like, here's my fucked up plot, foot. <laughs> plot twist. Yeah. I'm into showing my feet now. Yeah. It's fucked up because I bet you there's some people that would be like. Honestly, broken. I'm sure there's like a really niche like. You could have made some dollars. Market for um broken feet. <laughs> I hate that. That's so gnarly. How did we get here? I don't know. Okay. So songs coming out. You're very strategic about the music you put out. However, and th- this is another fun thing about doing a podcast like early in an artist's career is like, we don't know what's going to happen. We like, don't. I have a great feeling about you. Like I'm excited for my told you so moment, but like, we don't know. Like it's day to day. Like you're still grinding. You're still working. Like, yeah. What I'm curious with the vision that you have had thus far Thus far, yeah. this far, did I sound smarter? I guess I'm not making it. Sounded, it, as... it sounded consistent. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to leave it too. I'm not editing that part out. Don't. All right, good. <laughs> Thus far, yeah. you've gotten to where you're at mm-hmm. and it has all looked great. Do you, and you've been very specific. You've known what you've wanted to do, who you've wanted to work with, what you're inspired by. 
as you look towards the future, do you see next chapters? Do you have things that you're chasing, milestones? Oh, yeah. Like, what oh, we, yeah. What's that look like in your head? Okay, well, I really, fingers crossed, for the next song, I, I really want to do, uh, have someone feature. I think me featuring on someone's song would be huge. Um. I have a list, of course. Of do you? I do. I have a list of people that I would want to have feature on my music or be featured on theirs. Um, just like sonically, the ones that I think make the most sense. So that's my next thing. And then releasing a, a project. Like I have songs and like I would love to tour. Ugh. So when the world's open. I remember seeing you play like a tiny outdoor rooftop show. Oh, the Warner thing. Yeah. I know I've been done saying it and I know I've been like told you so yeah. it's gonna be huge but watching you perform live too there's a lot of artists that can record good vocals and put out like beautiful songs and they have all the time in the studio to perfect it but like seeing you just sing live I'm like oh she like does this oh my like, god god I, I truly can't wait to watch you play shows like, thank you ah. that was such a fun night God. That was my first time singing any of those songs live too. Really? Yeah. Singing a song live is just so different from like recording it. So it it was just like a new experience for me too, just because like I had to like almost recalibrate how I go about singing it because it's live. It's not like a, a studio where you can like do cuts or like do half of a sentence and then punch in the other half. Like yeah. it's very just one take. So, you know, my, uh, I have a question for singers that I always think is funny. Oh my God. What <laughs> because is like, it? I can't say I've never done it, but like when you're singing, when you're performing, are you thinking about anything? Like, are you thinking about the words as they come out or like, are you noticing people in the crowd? Like, what's that like? Literally? No, I feel like I have no thoughts when I'm singing. Sometimes like I'll look, I'll be singing and I'm like, I wonder what, this per like especially when it's like you know the people in the crowd like yeah. for that rooftop thing like i remember there was a part of the song where i was like looking for my friend uh-huh and i couldn't find him because we have like an inside joke about part of the song but i like i honestly couldn't tell you what i'm thinking about so it's not like you like have to think about every lyric or anything like that like but i'm sure dialed. when you're like on stage like there are cues where you have to but like there were no cues for me there was no like production value of this so it's not like oh by this part i need to get to this point but Wow, what a good question. I, it's like it's like a real like stoner logic, Andrew. Like, where did why are you thinking about that? No, but, but I it's think like, about what do your what does your time. brain do? Because it's I'm not thinking about because you kind of go into like autopilot. I yeah, I don't know. It's like with piano, like what I couldn't tell you, like because I did classical piano when I was little. Yeah. Is I, it like are you driving? Like like they teach you in like race driving or like riding a motorcycle not to look at where you're at, but look at the turn ahead of you. Like, are you thinking about the next verse? Like, <laughs> literally, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you. Wow. I just know, like, I remember being nervous at like piano concerts. Funny. But yeah, I don't know. That's such a good thing to. Well, now I'm gonna be like, what am I thinking about <laughs> now the I'm whole mess time? It up for you. <laughs> next time you perform, you're like, what am I thinking? I'm thinking about thinking. I'll have about. like an existential I'm crisis. About Andrew thinking about what singers <laughs> are thinking about. Oh no! Literally. Another thing that I like to do, or kind of like conclude the podcast with, is like obviously this is your. You're still so early into this journey. Like it's really just the beginning. But if you could go back and tell past version of you something, if there was like a rough spot. Where do you go back in hindsight and what do you tell yourself? Like, is there any moment like that that you wish oh, you could Oh, definitely. Do? I remember I was um, 
That's a really good question. I would go back to to 15-year-old me. And I remember I recorded like four songs. Like I went to a studio and recorded them and I they were all covers. And I was so self-critical that I couldn't even put them out online. Like really. I was like posting songs on this website called Reverb Nation. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. And I just I can be so self-critical about everything that I do. And I know everyone has like has that in them, but I think mine gets so bad sometimes and I just never put them out. And I feel like had I done that and like forced myself to just do it, then I think me releasing music would have maybe been like less of like a scary thing. I don't know. I've like worked it back to that day, I think, of like those songs. And just I remember so vividly having a conversation with myself being like, no, don't do it. Like, I hate this part. I hate this part. Don't do it. But like they sounded good for like me being 15, in my opinion, as I listen back to it. That's crazy. So it, maybe it's not even so much of like those songs would have like blown you up or anything like that, but it's like a mental lesson 100%. of like believing in it was, yourself more. Yes. I mean, yeah. th- they were like fine song wise, but like I think just the mental lesson and the exercise of like forcing yourself to just let it go and move on to the next thing. Nothing matters, you know? I mean, everything matters. No, but like, I feel you. But it's like, who cares? Like, Roxanne is probably my favorite song that I've released. And like, that was the least like streamed song it was like and i'm like okay like i don't care it's still my favorite like some people might relate to it some people won't but it's like okay on to the next one but i could also say in that exact same point like you tried something new you did cool pitched up vocals you put out something slightly different and okay cool so that one so happened to be like streamed less but in all reality, it's also new. Like that could still click at any time. Mm. But also for the lesson of artists, it's like when you don't make things precious, like how many times have you heard the story of the crazy hit songs that were written in 15 minutes? A hundred percent. Like, okay, cool. So that one maybe didn't click like crazy, but that lesson and that mindset, if you keep doing that, like gonna hurt. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. I really love that you shared that. That's fucking cool. And I feel like that's a lesson that we all kind of have to remind ourselves of, even if you're not like a singer or songwriter. Yeah, I feel like, like it, it can apply to anyone in any context. Yeah. And it's funny too, like you say that, like I always have this thing that I think about is like, do your best, but nothing matters. Yeah. So it's like, it's the juxtaposition, like you need both. Yeah. Like do your best, like make shit you're proud of, have the most fun with life that you can, go in it, but nothing fucking matters. That's like even the best reason to just go even harder. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's like a hopeful nothing matters. It's not yeah, like apathetically like, like don't ever chase anything. No, it's like go harder. Like do it all. Because nothing matters. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. I feel like that's Damn, the that's spot like the, to leave it. The huh? mic drop moment. Yeah, yeah, we could like unscrew these. and. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank I, you for having me, I Andrew. I wanted to do this podcast damn near since I met you. And now we have done my first podcast. That's so crazy. That's the best. Where can everyone find you? Where should they watch the video? Yeah. Um. Well, on all my social media, it's Emma Renna. And I'm not sure about the premiere for the video yet. Um, oh, so true. that's going to yeah, be a little we got, surprise. We got, well, we're recording on press day. So oh, we're yeah, still working day. out all of our press. <laughs> you know, it's a busy so, press day. You know. Um. But yeah, the song gonna be streaming everywhere there it is and i'm sure and if watch you, the video so you can see what broken foot emma's like that's right and find you on socials and you'll find where the video is exactly 
Thank you so much. Where are all my friends? <laughs> so there it is, Emma Renna's story. If you made it here to the end and you enjoyed it, do me that simple favor of just sharing it with your friends on social media, letting them know in person, anything like that. If you're just now finding the podcast and you haven't already, take a second to subscribe wherever you're watching or listening. That helps a ton. As it grows, I can talk to even more cool people. And it's a super simple little thing that you can do right now. Just a little click and you're done. There it is. And if you didn't like anything on the podcast for any reason, let me know. Shoot me a DM. Give me some feedback. Let me know how I can improve it always trying to make it better. On top of that, make sure to watch the music video for Your Best Friend Sucks. It is out now. It's sick. I love the song. I love her entire artist project. Go check all of it out if you haven't heard of her before this. And if you want an even deeper deep dive into this podcast and all of the other podcasts, I do have a Patreon where you can super support the podcast. And I'm posting a bunch of behind the scenes photos of us recording this interview. And there's a whole bunch of other cool stuff on there too. And that's all at patreon.com slash where are all my friends. That says it all. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I will be back next week with another episode.